Was it having the P-Funk All-Stars actually come in there and be part of what you did? Um, did that help set you fully on the path yes. to be a hardcore funk act? Whereas on that first record, you were kind of trying different things? Yeah, well, I, th I think it, it was, of course, it's always, always, it helps al always. I mean, uh, of course, it's a big uh, uh, P-Funk All-Stars. It's, it's Awesome, awesome musician. So it it it, it always helps you to uh, to uh, to get uh, further on the road. But in the end, the you know uh, when you uh, when you want to to go further as a group, you also have to give your own uh, uh, powers to uh, to to the product. So yes, it helps. But uh, yeah, we 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 also have to uh, to show that we can do things ourselves of course and uh uh but it, it definitely it definitely helped us uh to get a spot i mean we're already for for uh, a group like like us it was we had quite some uh, some coverage of, of music press from the, about the, the first of on the first album um a second album there was even more of course because they were on it and uh uh yeah, it it it, uh, it it helped us. It helped us uh, to, uh, but also to to find the the, the the musical direction in the end. Because in that period, also people uh, uh, quit quit the band. They they uh, they left uh, simply because they couldn't uh, agree on the on the music musical direction we were uh, going to. Um, so yeah, it it. Um, I was, I myself, I'm more like, uh, I like the, 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 the crossover. I like the, the P-Funk and, uh, for instance, uh, Ed, he wanted to do more in, in, in black rotation sound, more psychedelic sound. Um, yeah. So it, it, after the, the function of captain, it was clear, uh, we, we defined our own sound, I think, because then we had the, 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 the the results of the Universal Jury coming up. That album is the first album in which we, well, we have our sound. I think. Yeah, that one exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's the first one. Uh, uh, were you aware during that time, though, in the early two thousands, that in America, uh, funk music was not getting a lot of attention and airplay and um, or did you sort of think that funk was was big in the U.S. at that time? No, no. I, 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 we, I think we, we, we do because uh, hip hop was doing great back then. Uh, yeah. Still, the the, the, that's the the mainstream for music. I mean, all the rappers they were doing. Uh, um, so yeah, but but still, uh, I think the appreciation um, for for the genre for for funk music, I think that's 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 has always been in the U.S. It might not have been very popular, but I think the appreciation for music is 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 is, is more in Holland. It's a, it's a small group, um, uh, and I think in America, it's I've been to America a couple of times, also in the '90s, and uh, um, well. Even if people is not into funk, they 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 know James Brown, they know George Clinton, and they know funk music as a genre, and they they, they like it. Even uh, but they're not very uh, very deep into it, but they still appreciate it. In, in in Holland, it was different because you still have people around here. When I say, do you know James Brown? They say, I don't know James Brown, and uh, but you do know Elvis Presley. Yeah, Elvis Presley, they know, but. But even Elvis Presley, sometimes people are like, "Who? I don't know who that is." That's <laughs> it. Probably got a little tiresome. I'm thinking at times because you would tell people, "I'm thinking," or even tell a girl or something, "Yeah, I'm in a band," right? And she'd say, "Oh yeah, what do you guys play?" And he'd be like, <laughs> "Funk," and and they might not even know any of those people, right? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, it's uh, yeah. That uh, more more uh, to. More often than you than you think that that happened. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah it's uh, yeah knowledge is not always there, unfortunately. But uh, but in America, it's it's always appreciated that that's the 
and that's uh, still today i think you just mentioned the the, the convention uh the, the funk uh, the funk convention uh i mean well, the, uh, the exhibition center Hall of Fame. Sorry, the exhibition center things like yeah i mean that that's yeah that's that's something you you will not find it there in uh, in in Europe. Right? So when um, the Funk Ships captain came out around that time, how much were you guys playing live? You know, were you doing several gigs a week or every so often? Uh, we were back then. If you're talking about the period to 2001, 2005, we were we were doing pretty good for a band. You know, existing out musicians we were all having day jobs and stuff like that we were we were doing good we were playing at least uh well, well not every week but it, per month we were doing a, a couple of gigs and uh, well we were really uh, also uh, people appreciate the band and uh um uh, well, there were a, a lot of opportunities also because that was in a period in 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 also in holland where there were lots of opportunities for us to to play uh, and to do funk, actually, um, it's strange, but there was 2004, when 2019 now it's totally changed. It's very hard these days to get uh, to get a good gig in in Holland at the moment. But uh, back then we were we were doing good. Yeah, I would say uh, we we also went uh, abroad. We we did a couple couple of tours in the United Kingdom. We went uh, to the to the north of Europe. We went to Germany. We went to Belgium. So, uh, yeah, we were really uh, having, a, we, we were doing good at the time. Yep. Did you get on any bills with, um, you know, like the gotchas or 7-Elevens or even any U U.S. Uh, funk acts? Did you ever get on an opening act for them or something like that? No, no. Gotcha was already gone. The, the, the band didn't last long i think they, they already disbanded in 95 and uh uh they had a, a couple of guys they went on with uh, with uh, under a different name um but that also died quickly um so um we did a couple of gigs together with 711 and um uh other than that no, I cannot not. No, I cannot, I cannot recall. No, no, it was uh, we uh, we were almost to do something with Slapback, but that was also uh, cancelled in the in the end. Um, but we were mostly on on our own. Uh, yes, yeah. So this record, uh, the Universal uh, Jury. Um, yeah, this is there's so much more to this than than the one before, of course. Um, but some of the guests you had on here, I think Slapback was on this one. Yeah, um, Slapback, Steve, Stevie Salas, Stevie was on there. Yeah, Stevie was on it. Yeah, um, and P Funk All Stars again. So, can you talk a little bit about how um, those collaborations happened? Well, the one, the, the the track, my profession, which is also on the on the the, the final edition now. There's actually a funny story because uh, uh, this album. Uh, originally should also have been released by funk to the max they released they released the funk ships captain and then they should they wanted to re uh, release this one as well um but uh i think the label back then had some issues there were there were there were some things going on uh, inside the, so we were not uh, very secure anymore to to uh to do the release uh, via them, um, but of course Marcel Fischer, who's one one of the guys of, uh, is also a very uh, good friend, and he uh, prior to to the decision not to do the, the record with um, with them, he was like uh, maybe you should do another collaboration with with uh, with P Funk for the for the second album for the, the upcoming album, so he arranged uh he went to the to the i think it must have been poopoo -poo man or um he, he was actually he was arranging it he was going uh and and searching for uh for a couple of guys to uh to come over and record um but the thing is um because the p-funk also were touring 
and sometimes the schedule was very tight. We uh, we were not able to to get a studio uh, in Amsterdam at that moment. So uh, the, the funny thing about this track, my profession, uh, and especially the part of the P-Funk All Stars, is it's it's recorded in the Paradiso, and actually it's recorded underneath the stage. Um, we had to, to use. I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not familiar with the, with the name. Uh, the, we have a kind of an effect so that we can take out noises. But if you listen to the original recordings, you can hear P-Funk above us doing uh, Bob Gun while we were recording underneath the stage with uh, Poo Poo Man and with Kim. And even Michael Clip Plain already was was there with us to do some uh, to do some parts. But then he heard that he was needed upstairs. So the moment when he was on, uh, you know, he was on for recording, some guys, I think it was uh, Ron Cathy said, it's your part, you have to come on. So he had to run to, to the stage to do his part. So that's uh, that, that's the story. Uh, and and we had Kim, we had Steve Steve Boyd, and we had um, Poo Poo Man, and we had uh, Peanut. And we were recording, and then uh, we were we were having a great time. But then uh, some guys with security came. I, I remember that we had to, to leave because it was not uh, not supposed to be uh, like a, uh, a third show going going on in uh, underneath the stage. We, they had a couple <laughs> of uh, things going on, but he said it's not. Uh, we have two parties at the moment, and we don't have three parties at the moment. And uh, I said, okay, well, this is, we, we had we have enough. So. Um, but in the end, uh, it, uh, they fit the track very well, and uh, it's still very popular uh, as, as as far as I know. I mean, a lot of people is uh, is giving uh, big up big ups for for it. They really like uh, the my profession, and uh, yeah, they, they all did a good good job. And um, even if it was uh, not the best circumstances to uh, to record, let's throw gorilla uh, music uh, making there. I mean, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a great track. Love that one. Um, and then uh, Slapback, you worked with Jera and uh, also Steve Salas. Yeah. Well, that's the same. That's that's also, uh, of course, they were also signed by uh, uh, Funk to the Max. And they were invited by uh, Funk to the Max to come to Holland to make uh, a DVD in Paradiso. And then Marshall again, Marshall Fisher, very important to remember that name. He was like, uh, oh, uh, but we also got the guys from Octopussy. So he uh, he gave me a call like, are you interested? And uh, because they're coming over and I said like, yeah, of course. We uh, Slapback is, uh, is, is also his quality. It's a very, very good band. And uh, Jarrah is bass monster. Stevie will, no, uh, no words needed. So I was like, yeah, make it happen. And uh, well, then. We also uh, had uh, uh, terms and uh, conditions, and then it was was done. Yeah, we uh, we did. We also took them to the studio in in the Hague. Uh, also experienced the coffee shop uh, slash uh, recording studio, and uh, well, it was also very uh, very nice to uh, to work with them. I mean, uh, as I say, Jerry is a very uh, very talented bass player. Uh, as <laughs> I always say, pretty much. Eh? He can play everything pretty much. Yeah, he's multi, multi, but but the bass, I, I like him, like I like him the the most, the most on on bass, and uh, yeah, I think uh, he, he should have got more because he's really uh, he's really like a talent guy, and also uh, what I said before, he he knows he he knows to get into a track and to to make it work. So yeah, but uh, yeah, well, you never know, maybe. Uh, Maybe his days are still uh, coming. Yeah. Well, both of those guys, Stevie Salas too. I mean, he's played on so many great tracks and with so many great people. And but he's not a household name in America, even th as great as he is. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's uh, that's uh, well, that's the same in Holland. We I have we have we we work with a couple of musicians, uh, even in our own group. If if we if you, uh, for instance, we have we had a, a guitar player like Shaka. I think he's 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 very good. He's very good. But then, uh, yeah, to make a, to make a living out of music, that that's hard. Um, 
Um, of course, we work with a couple of musicians now in, in Holland. Um, there's, there's professional musicians, but then they say like, okay, it's nice. We earn money with, with music, but we have to play music we don't like because we have to, to make money. So yes, we're very talented, um, but we have to do uh, to back uh, to play with uh, with Dutch folk uh, folk singers, and that's not where their heart is. So yeah, that's so it's being a musician and actually making 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 money out of it, and you know uh, doing the genre you like the the, the most. That's uh, that's uh, that's living that's the dream right there. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So uh, so you must. I'm assuming you're real proud of this record, though, Universal Jury. Um, it's really sort of I think. Really, in a way, it's sort of like the first full-fledged OPY record, right? Exactly. Everything came together. Um, all the pieces are there. Yeah. Yeah. The only, the only thing about this this record is, and people uh, sometimes I get a question. Uh, people are questioning me, like, why is it? Uh, it seems to be if you listen to it, you have to. Uh, it has no power. Um, it was mastered by uh, by a guy who was. We found out later he was doing classical music only. Um, and he was put on the job because the, the company, uh, the, the 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 company who was doing the, uh, the the CD, they were having a lot of uh, uh, work at, at uh, coming in. So they 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 asked a guy to, who was into classic uh, classical music to do uh, to do mastering, and we didn't know. I mean, if we only we were inexperienced, so. If we could do that, this album again, then I, I would uh, keep it like it is. But I would uh, have someone else um, to do the mastering because uh, I remember we were in, in 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 France and we had a DJ. It was a disco discotheque, and the, the DJ was like, "Hey, I'm gonna play your music, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna show these guys what the funk is." And then he was putting it up, and then in in the moment I saw it happened, he had to. To give some extra volume so he was already like checking out his like hey wait a minute it's not working properly and then he said also later to me say like and it's 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 uh it's it's not very very strong and uh, well i said yeah it's mastered by someone who likes bach and and mozart and well that's of course very uh, very uh, great musicians also but uh it's a different genre is there a chance that that might be remastered? Yes, definitely. I think we, since we're now the, on in, on the vinyl tour, I mean, uh, Arno uh, has started us with vinyl. Uh, we're really putting all our effort to 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 get the next record. Uh, that's called Funk Face. Uh, that's twelve new tracks. We want to put that out on on vinyl. But I'm also like, okay, um, why not? You know, take. Uh, the other albums and you know redo it in a way and and provide it to the people so uh, so we're really considering yes very cool so what what does funk mean to you steve i mean why why funk what does it do to you why you know what can you say about funk and what it means to you and um i, I you can't speak for everyone in the group but um you know, what's your outlook on that? Well, for me personally, um, yeah, funk is, is part of my of my life. I mean, uh, it's uh, sounds a bit silly, maybe, but uh, it, it, I, I grew up on, on funk music. And, uh, you know, um, as I was stating before, I got into music, funk music, uh, 86. So since 86, 85, I'm. I'm 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 on this uh, in this music and in this world and uh, yeah, it's it's a whole scene and uh, um, yeah the music I'm uh, as I say I've, I have records I have I'm listening to to Isaac Hayes Curtis Mayfield it's it's uh, it's uh, Motown you know even Motown is uh, I like the Temptations very much I just saw the Four Tops a couple of months ago um, it's a uh, it's yeah, it's uh, uh, undisputed truths. It's 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 all there. Uh, um, yeah. uh, I I think that 
if there was no funk for me, suddenly uh, imagine that there would be like the the, the world would be, would be without the funk music. Then uh, now nah, I, I don't think I would enjoy the world uh, as much as as I do now. Um, like it's 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 a part of part of my life, part of my of my DNA, and it's not just only making music. I have a lot of fun in, in making music, but also in, still in listening. Uh, I really uh, appreciate the. As I call the, the the early architects of the funk, uh, uh, the, all the, the 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 first the first ones to be there. It's like uh, Dyke and the Blazers. It's like Sly Sly and Family Stone, uh, Larry, uh, yeah, uh, Cool and the Gang. I mean, Cool and the Gang. We also saw them um, a couple of weeks ago. They're still going strong. Yeah, Earth, Wind and Fire. Yeah, it's 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 all in the system. It's all in the system. The funk is, is so much about feel, um, you know. So when Octave Pussy is doing their thing, how do you make sure that it's authentic? Yeah, well, I think I think it's real. It's real. I think everything we do is 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 well. We we think things over very well, and uh, concepts are. Yeah, it's it's also it's the process. It's uh, it's like uh, and of, and of course the the knowledge we we have uh, makes that we that you, that you can really secure secure it. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's difficult to explain. Um, but uh, yeah, it's real. It's real. We 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 we're not. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm checking out a lot of bands, and I'm not—I don't want to diss any anyone. But of course, you see, we see some 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 bands also in Holland, and they they say like, well, we're doing the funk, and then, you know, like I said, and but they they don't know anything about the funk, and they they simply they, I mean, they're doing the basics as I, as I as I call it, and yeah, that's to me that's not it. It has to be. It has to be more. I mean, uh, I think that even the roots of funk they go much deeper uh, into to the music history. I mean, uh, you have Blue Note, you have uh, the, the jazz area, you have the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, uh, the 60s. I mean, uh, George also. Hey, he, he one time he said like uh, to me like, yeah, I also had had my my fans. I was also a fan of of of, of bands when I was young. You know, it, he also had his. Uh, I think it was Frankie Lemon. Is that his Lyman? Uh, sorry, Lyman. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, he, uh, it, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it, it has to be, uh, it, it's, it's something big. And I think if you're only uh, on the on the side of it, then it's, uh, then it's not not real. But, well. Yeah. We're pretty much into it, uh, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be having you on Truth and Rhythm if I didn't believe what you guys do. It, it is, it was not authentic. It, it definitely has that feeling. You know, real funk. Ha I mean, it sticks to your ribs. You know, it. You know, it's not superficial. It doesn't just slide off. It. It's. You know, it is hard to describe, but if you know it, you know it. And there is a lot of stuff out there that. They might say it's funky or, you know, it's funk or something. And maybe it has some of that influence, but it's not really in there, you know. True. So, yeah. True. Um, as we step through, this was the uh, the next one for you guys. Yeah, that that one that caused a lot of lot of trouble, <laughs> especially with the U with the US uh, with the USNA. We had a lot of trouble. Um, uh, with the cover, of course. Uh, I think that's also the reason why uh, why this album, described by many people as well, maybe uh, the, the best album uh, of Opie of Octopussy uh, uh, until today. Uh, it's raw. It's uh, yeah, it's raw. It's it's honest. Uh, I was told, um, but it also had a a cover and. Uh, that was not really appreciated, uh, especially in the, in the US and A. And we were, I had a lot of fights with Facebook because all my my uh, my posts uh, regarding this album were blocked, and I was blocked. And 
uh, had even uh, feminist uh, act activists, you know, uh, harassing me. They were like, uh, "You, uh, your, your discoveries, your, uh, your." They say, "You're a piece of shit, and your band is a piece of shit, and your music is a piece of shit, and you, you have to have respect for women and stuff like that." And I was like, "Come on, guys, it's art. It's pure art." And uh, well, so we had a lot of. Uh, I think that that actually, uh, well was not doing the album very much good in the end because we were it was not getting into the us uh, and even uh, france and germany they were also like hmm, not all the radio stations uh, we send it to they were very uh, delighted with uh, with the cover and uh, yeah but uh, i'm still proud for the cover and uh, it was either this cover or another cover the, the other cover was actually it was actually an asshole a close-up of an asshole <laughs> and that was the original cover so i i i i had the, the the first design and i showed it to the guys in the band and they were like hell no steve you cannot you cannot do this because i cannot give uh, to my family or to my friends or to whoever i cannot give a disc with an with an uh, an asshole on it sorry we you have to 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 change it and then Arno, he saw the picture which is uh, now used for the for the, the the album. He say, "Well, I think you should use this picture." And then I said, "Like, uh, okay, uh, well, if that's uh, if that's better." And then I'm gonna say, "Like, yeah, that's 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 better. It's still not the best thing, <laughs> but in our opinion, but you're the you're the chief on this one, so you decide." And then I, 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 I said, "Like, we we go ahead with the with the, this one." no uh no problem but uh well i'm still proud of, of the album I, I like it very much but uh yeah you didn't anticipate that kind of blowback huh no 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 definitely definitely not no 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 and it's it's if it's it's it's, it's an art form eh? it's always a uh, difficult uh but uh yeah it's it, it's it's art and uh but some people they say they see it as, as as porn, yeah, yeah. Well, for those those who are uh, listening, some may listen to this on the podcast version. I'll just uh, what we're talking about is the record called Ass Funk. I'm sure I saw some funk in uh, in that ass, and the picture is a young lady on the front. And um, uh, is that you with the record? Yeah, that's me. I, I'm I'm also on it. Uh, I also had. My my trouble. I mean, I have my own company, uh, but I was working uh, with the government uh, in those days, and also the soon people find out that I was on the cover with this uh, model. Um, yeah, they were not. Uh, they were. They didn't press any charges or whatever, but they were like, uh, well, they were not happy with it. Uh, and uh, also uh, behind my back, of course, they never tell. They never tell it in your face. Always about you. About you, they talk about you uh, at, at at my back. But uh, yeah, in 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 the in the in the government job, they were not uh, not everyone liked it. And uh, um, but it's uh, it, it's me on on the cover. It's me and a, a porn model. It's uh, it's uh, uh, who uh, who wanted to be on the cover. <laughs> yes, that's just from uh, 2015. Not very long ago. Um, yeah. You know, people take stuff too seriously, don't they? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 on this one, uh, definitely. Yeah, and sometimes I was like, uh, well, we, we must have uh, been going past this stage now because, you know, the 60s, uh, I mean, uh, I remember Funkadelic, uh, Ohio players, they were already using uh, uh, nude pictures for the covers. So it's, it was not a big deal, and um, but apparently it still is. And uh, yeah, how right there? Yeah, exactly. But it's very interesting to to there. The, it was in the Dutch uh, news lately that um, uh, there is a, a major change also in in way people think. Uh, for instance, we're we're very progressive in Holland. Uh, uh, going going topless, for instance, was is, is, was never an issue. But the news now reported that. Uh, women uh, are 
not enjoying topless uh, these days anymore. So they were they were questioning a couple of, of, of women. Uh, they asked them like, uh, well, would you go topless to the beach? And then they say like, uh, no, no, it's not necessary. No, I prefer to have my clothes on. Um, while in the 90s, well, if, if we, we, we lived, the Hague is near the sea. If you were on the beach, you know, there was titties everywhere and, and everyone wants to, no one wants to wear clothes actually. So maybe it's also, it's, it's a time zone uh, that is the problem and that people start to see things differently. Uh, but, uh, well, I, uh, when we made the cover, we, we didn't expect, uh, that, 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 that these things will be a problem. And, uh, yeah. But well, we, you know, the, the popular saying is that, you know, any publicity is good publicity, but it doesn't sound like it was in this case. No, no, maybe no, yeah, at, at the moment I would say no, but, uh, but uh, or, or maybe uh, I must say we we went to Hungary with it uh, to uh, to a promoters uh, fair and uh, well I had I think I had about fifty copies with me and uh, I within one hour they were all gone so but then of course everyone say like no no the the cover is no good but meanwhile they they got it and then they say like no it's so. Well, you got to do that one in vinyl so you get the big cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to make a big, uh, big poster to to come to come with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah. again, you, you had some of the P Funk guys on here. Um, in fact, you had Fred Wesley on this one. Yeah. How did that happen? Firstly, Fred Wesley. That's also a very, very nice, uh, very nice person. Uh, also, his daughter Yoya uh, should be mentioned in, in this story. Uh, very nice. Very nice people. Uh, well, I think I I got in contact with uh, Yoya. They were in in Italy, and uh, uh, we also have I have a very good friend called Ron Ron Rulofse, JB collector. He's like uh, he's yeah, well, he's one of the biggest fans of James Brown uh, you can have on this on this planet. He uh, has uh, probably all the 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 the, the footage the the, the Video footage that there is on this world, he has it. He was he's totally uh, into James Brown. Um, I think that he he passed me her, her her details, and then we start to talk. And they were in Italy at the at the at that moment, and I was like, okay, well, we did a couple of tracks back in the days with with P Funk, and uh, well, would it be nice if we can do a, a track with uh, with Fred? Is, I just if it's possible and he said like well i will i will ask i'll let you know and then uh well i got the message back that they were interested but the trouble was that they were in uh, in uh, in italy at the moment so uh we had to uh to get them there so we uh well we were doing uh, the best we can uh, and we uh well we, we made it possible that they uh got the the plane uh, on the plane to to holland and uh they were there two for two days, and uh, they're also hanging out a little with uh, with Ron because Ron, of course, he has, as I said, the, the obscure footage of James Brown. So it's also nice for them to to see them to see them back in the in the days, and uh, well, they really enjoyed the, the old footage. So it was mainly days of watching uh, watching videos and uh, and recording, and we recorded two tracks and. Uh, well, uh, it's also that uh, it's quite a story because the I had to change studios. Actually, the first studio we went uh, we went into with uh, with Fred was a guy. Uh, it was well, as you can say in 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 you in, you, in uh, America, it was a real jerk. It was nothing more than that. The guy was uh, like he was he had a very big ego. And uh, well, when I rented the studio, I told him. I give him a lot of information about Fred Wesley. I gave him some tracks to listen to, to, to get into the to, to, to project. But when uh, we arrived at the studio with Fred, he was really, uh, well, like a jerk. He was, uh, you know, making remarks that he would make Fred Wesley uh, very famous. And he was really, not as a joke, but really uh, he was meaning it like, I'm gonna make you famous. I'm a very good, uh, good engineer, and I had I did, did this, this, and this. He was showing his wall, and I was like, uh, "Come on, uh, you know, we don't, we don't need that now. Uh, you simply have to do your work." And uh, well, he was, uh, 
he said to Fred, oh, you're going to sit here? And he was really, well, not very friendly. And when we put on the track and we were trying to, to get the, the horn parts, he was like really demanding, like, you have to do this, you have to do this. And he was actually forcing Fred in, 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 uh, in the direction uh, Fred didn't want to be in and me neither. So it's, it's the, the, the one and only time I got really mad uh, in, uh, in the studio because I, I said like, okay, now you're going to sit down, you're going to shut up, eh? you're going to listen to this man. He worked for 30 years uh, with James Brown, you know, and he had his own groups. He worked with Parliament, you know, uh, you, you didn't clearly didn't do your homework. So um, I'm, I'm paying you. So you're going to sit down, you're going to shut up, don't say anything anymore. Let, let Fred do his job. And uh, that worked. Because uh, then he was Fred was laying down some, uh, well, some uh, some some awesome tracks on it, and uh, but I I saw that there was no vibe, so uh, we only did one track, and then we left, and I had to book another studio in Amsterdam next day to do the other track because uh, yeah, that's also a problem you an experience you you uh, you run into that not not always the studio is always uh, down with the funk. And uh, they don't understand what you uh, what you're doing. So, how how did you decide which which tracks he would be on? Sorry, how did you decide which tracks you wanted Fred on? Um, well, in that's also it's a feeling we had we had we had the, the two tracks we we used for uh, for Fred we used uh, UF uh, and Funky UFO. Um, Dixieland. Simply, we're we're listening a, a lot and and uh, to music. And then um, I think that my brother said, like, this is a nice track. This is, you know, there could be some trombone in here. And with Unfunky UFO, of course, the fun part was that Fred is on the original recording, and uh, he's also on our recording. So. He even uh, remembered the, the, the lyrics, not very hard, but <laughs> it's uh, so we, we, we pick tracks simply on uh, that. That's a feeling. It's not really uh, we don't really write to uh, to uh, a collaboration. Uh, we're we're writing. And if someone's passing by and it's possible, then we do a collaboration. And you've. Uh, covered in like most of the songs, right? Um, and I mean, I see your name everywhere, right? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm. If if you have the whole process, I'm, I'm in in the in the start, mostly in the starting uh, 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 starting point of the of the track, and in the end, it's it's my brother who's finishing. But yeah, I'm 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 writing a lot. I'm coming up with the, with the, with most of the concepts, and then uh, we work we work from there. And uh, well, for instance, if 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 I play a I still play bass, of course, if I play a bass line, well, then of course we have uh, Efatu. He he uh, he listened to it. We re-record my uh, my bass line in in his uh, that's uh, in his in his feeling. Um, but the concept starts mostly with uh, with me or with, with with my brother. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so um, this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. The funk don't fit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what was different about this record versus the ones that came before it? Well, also, I mean, we want to be honest. Uh, this one actually uh shouldn't be there but okay it, it's now here and we're happy uh, with it no we were we were in uh in uh after the as funk uh, despite the cover that i just uh, told you uh, we there was still some some interest in uh, in uh, uh in in our music and uh well i felt that we had to you know to uh to come with uh, with uh, with the new new material uh, as soon as possible, um, because I really wanted to stay. Uh, people have, is giving you attention. The music industry is giving you attention, so I wanted to 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 stick in that that moment. So we were like, okay, we're going to do 
uh, this this record uh, if the funk don't fit but uh, um maybe it was a little too hasty uh, and uh we also needed it uh, to really to, to yeah how should i put it we we had a, a couple of people leave uh leave leaving the band we were uh, trying to to get a new band and um it's also hard to uh, to keep a band together i mean that's uh, that's also uh, if you see in, in the history of music that happens a lot that people uh, are leaving um so um we had a couple of new band members and we want to to keep them with uh, with uh, with us so that's why we we did this record to you know to show them that we were we were really capable of doing things but in the end, I regret because uh, I think uh, all the people, the most people, they, they left anyway. And uh, some of them tracks were, well, not really finished. Um, but it's it's different. It's it, I think the difference between all the all the work we 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 did and this one is someone actually said it to me, and that's that's it's it's uh, we're a small group actually here. On if the funk don't fit, we're we we don't have a lot of people are working uh, working with us in basic um it's me and my brother a bass player drummer guitar player and uh, also in vocals it's mostly me and the bass player doing the vocals and uh, so that's that's the difference because in our band concept we have more vocalists than just the two but uh, so that's uh, that's the difference uh, you also had uh, Greg and and Benny playing on some of those, right? Greg, Benny, uh, Garrett, uh, Kendra. Yeah, well, back then, of course, um, um, we got friends. We, we became friends with 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 them uh, uh, um, when we first met them. Of course, we were there was a, it's always a kind of a distance, but. Um, I started to record with Greg and Benny in 2007 again. And uh, well, well, we, we uh, I consider them friends. So we're uh, every time they they went uh, to Holland or to uh, to Europe, you know, we're always having a, having a meet and greet. And uh, well, most of the times we were able to uh, to do also to do a re little recording. And uh, same for Garrett, same for Kendra. Actually, she was just jumping into uh, and she was like oh can i join in and uh, of course of course she can always uh, beautiful um beautiful singer uh, very talented also um so yeah uh, we we kept on recording and so that even on the upcoming album uh, we uh, still have uh, some collaborations we have uh, the upcoming album has uh, uh, Arthur Garrett has Ricky Rouse, uh, uh, Greg Greg Boyer, uh, uh, Bruno is is on it on it. So we 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 kept on recording, and uh, so it's not really that we're building an album around those recordings. We kept on recording, and well, we picked those songs and we put it on 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 the on the disc. Would you say when you're putting the songs together? that the vocals are sort of the hardest, most challenging part to really make it, you know, because if your guys can play on their instruments, you got that covered. But vocally, I think, I think especially for P-Funk influenced funk, it's a challenge to get those vocals right. Yeah, it is, it is. Although I must say that we had very, we get very good, uh, uh, feedback on uh, on the album, uh, especially also from the US uh, USA, um, but uh, maybe because of because of we at least we, we tried it, uh, you know, to to keep uh, or to keep that we we tried to uh, to do it with less vocals. Um, but uh, I, we really got some uh, some some feedback uh, from people actually say, well, we think this is the best album. Uh, Personally, I don't think I don't think so, but they say it. It, it has power, and uh, uh, even if it's not uh, has a wide uh, wide vocals, it's still it's it's punching. And uh, so, 
it was hard. Uh, hard. That's, that's what I said before. It's uh, to me when I listen to it, it's it's, it's more un unfinished business because I the couple of a couple of tracks should have got more love from us. But uh, yeah, well, when when time is uh, that's always the problem. When time is is giving you pressure, you you're gonna make uh, mistakes, and that's also in music. So that's why we decided to to take our time for. Uh, for the, the the album we've uh, uh, we, we we brought up uh, uh, last month, um, that was a uh, almost a two year journey. So, uh, so of course I have this here. Yes, actually that one. Yeah, and uh, this is just a beautiful package. I mean, I have to. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, I let viewers, sorry listeners, you can't see it, but. Um, you know, and and then there's the uh, the book inside, just like um, you know, Funkin' Teleki or something like that, where they have the comic book. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, what was the genesis of, of this? Uh, you know, you, you said you're the concept guy. So, did you think of putting this out, and how did it evolve? For this particular album, um, not not really. This was this is the only album uh, uh, I didn't participate in the concept that much. Actually, we, we all did in this in, uh, for this one. We uh, uh, it started actually when when Arno uh, asked asked me like um, how how many recordings do you actually have? You know, uh, with 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 P Funk All Stars, and I said, well, quite a lot. And he said like, uh, why don't you uh, make something like uh, you know uh, Octopussy featuring P Funk All Stars, and then just uh, you put on 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 the, the disc all the tracks you did with uh, with them in in the, in the in the past. And then I said to him like, okay, but why why should I? I mean, we're 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 releasing music uh, every uh, every two years. So, but when I got home, I was like, yeah, well. I'm, uh, you're you're never too old to learn. Maybe he's right. So we discussed the the option uh, a little a little deeper. Like, okay, uh, what uh, how should that record uh, should look like? How should it sound like? And uh, and then uh, well, he actually came with the uh, with the uh, with the question like, okay, I want to I want to do this. I want to to uh, you know to to do this project actually i want to to make a record for for you for you guys for the for the band uh, with all the the, the p-funk all-stars and i said like well uh, we considered it and said like okay let, let's let's do it and there was not we didn't do the final yet uh, we were just you know trying to uh, we put all the tracks together to see like okay what uh how how we should uh, do the package and stuff, and uh, well, then at one point they were like, uh, "Okay, why don't we make a make a concept album? Why don't we uh, make a, a like a, a remake actually of Motor Booty Affair?" And uh, because um, in your original idea, we have this track called Dixie Run the Toilet Land. Uh, I'm not sure if it's if it's known in America, but Dixie that's that's a, it's a company that doing this doing rental toilets. So we were like, okay, maybe we can do something with Dixie Rental Toilet Land, and we can you know make a link from uh, Motor Booty Affair to Dixie Rental Toilet Land. That was the first idea, and then, uh, but then Arno was more and more going into like, you know, I want to do a, a remake of of Motor Booty Affair, and then at that point also. He was like, let's do it on vinyl. I mean, uh, if we if we can find uh, the fundings, maybe we can do it on vinyl. And then, uh, uh, well, we had to skip tracks because vinyl is not. Uh, we couldn't do all the tracks on uh, on, on vinyl. Um, so in the end, uh, it's, it 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 was going to be a remake of uh, of uh, the Motor Booty affair. And uh, well. Then of course you you go further. Well, we you know Curtis, the, the artist, the drawing artist. We we see his work on on Facebook. That's the good thing uh, about social media. You get connected to people. He's 
I really like his work. I mean, I'm a, I'm a drawer myself. I'm, I'm I make also a couple of uh, from the for the public uh, the, the uh, uh, what's the name uh, result of the Universal Jury album. I did the, the the cover that that that's me. So I really like uh, like like drawing, and I really like his style. Um, because yeah, every time I, I saw his work, I was like, well, you have uh, of course a couple of P-Funk drawers, but he's really the 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 the, the next in in line. I mean, uh, he's getting real close to uh, to those what those guys uh, did before, and he still has his own style. And um, well, so Arno agreed that he has a very exceptional style. So we we uh, we contacted him, and he said like that he wanted to do the do the artwork. And then meanwhile, uh, Arno and Ed they were doing uh the all the the words the the comic they were setting up the whole story the the comic the 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 the, the, the lyrics for, for comics they were they were doing that is really their uh uh their work um i didn't participate in that much uh because uh, yeah, i was very busy at the, at the time but a uh, very good job also and uh well, in the end, it, uh, this is the, the, the product. It's uh, it's a kind of a remix. It's a very special album, actually, because it's uh, it, it has a lot. Uh, it has, of course, a nice package. It has a story. Um, it has uh, it, it's a remake. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's uh, but yet it's it's not a remake. It's it's something uh, from guys from Holland. We uh, plus there's more people from Parliament on the record than. Uh, Octopussy members because we don't even have that much uh, band members, so it's it's a very strange uh, uh, album in in the end. But therefore, it's it's beautiful. I think it's uh, it's something else. It, it holds together nicely. I mean, um, you know, listening to it back uh, end to end, 